3: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
4: Hey, it's Miraz. happy Friday to you. The final Summer Friday for me and Bogues together. Check out the best of the DA show now. We're coming now to the cold open. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it those early breaks. Is Andy Reid, is it possible for Andy Reid to pass Bill Belichick in terms of greatest coach? So where are you getting it? Your cold open.
2: I said it after the Super Bowl, and I'll say it again. We've known for a long time that Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame coach, but I'll take it a step further. I truly believe that Andy is one of the greatest coaches in the history of the NFL.
4: You are the kingdom. And let's give it one for the world. How about those? Teams?
1: I don't believe it. The most amazing, sensational, dramatic, heart It's DA's top story. Here he goes. It's your cold open.
4: That, of course, Clark Hunt and Andy Reid from the Kansas City Chiefs parade. All right, so what is the genesis of this? So Michael Vick, who obviously got a second chance thanks to Andy Reid, Said quote, I was actually thinking this year, like after Andy won the Super Bowl, he only got two, but he went to like four or five NFC championship games. And every year, the Chiefs were in the AFC championship game. Uh, He did this on the Tyreek Hill podcast. He might be the greatest coach of all time. You don't have to win championships to be considered, you know, I understand Bill Belichick and Tom Brady and that whole dynamic, but Coach Reed did it in Philly and then is doing it in Kansas City. I'm always shout out coach. Like, I love you to death. Like, I literally do anything for him. Okay. I find this interesting. Because I think he's wrong. But I don't think he's outrageous. He's wrong
5: right now. I think the conversation is Andy Reid has the outside slim chance of making this a real conversation.
4: Right. And, And here's where I think he's right. Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl, now Super Bowls, until he got Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Bill Belichick, without somebody, only won his defensive coordinator with the New York Giants. Mm -hmm. Bill Belichick didn't last long with the Cleveland Browns, didn't make the playoffs, didn't have the success that Andy Reid had with the Eagles. But Bill Belichick also has been with the Patriots so freaking long, he didn't have the opportunity truly to have two different runs the way Andy Reid did because he was dismissed from the Eagles. So there is room there to say, man, he's been to a lot of championship games. Now he finally got the quarterback like Belichick did. He did win Super Bowls. And we're also seeing now life after Brady with Belichick kind of look a little more like some of Andy Reid's life look like with Alex Smith. But it all, like, lines up to... To be a really
5: successful head coach, you need an all-time quarterback. Yes. So, and I don't know then, like, how much then do you pull back on how good of a head coach the guy is because he's got Tom Brady or he has Patrick Mahomes. I remember Andy Reid in Philadelphia with Donna McNabb, and it was about underachieving. It was about getting NFC Championship games, getting to a Super Bowl, and then not winning those last big games because of the coach, because of the quarterback, for other reasons. Now he has Mahomes. Now he's got Super Bowls. So is it Mahomes or is it Reid?
4: I think the next question that needs to be asked, though, and maybe it's unfair because you and I are slightly younger. Belichick, we have heard forever, is right up there with Vince Lombardi, the yeah. guy the trophy's named after. Now, we have Michael Vick bringing Andy Reid to the conversation with Belichick, which, by osmosis, brings you to Vince Lombardi. Are we kind of skipping It's a over- transitive property, but either way. A what? It's a transitive property,
5: like one to the one, like A to B. If A equals B and B equals C, then A equals C. What are you C? watching, House Hunters? No, just that's that's math, not real estate. Osmosis
4: is like if I was to like you said transitive property.
5: Yeah, it's the transitive property of math. Not like not not like property that you own. My brain hurts. Um, yeah,
4: mine too. Come on, big words today. What are we doing? You it's said osmosis. Friday. When did I say osmosis?
5: A second ago. You said through which through osmosis brings us back to Vince I didn't Lombardi. Say osmosis today. You need to go to a doctor. Oh, you need to go to a doctor. You said you're through bold, osmosis. You're you need yeah, a, you need an air doctor. i agreed.
2: All right. Get ready, Big Apple.
4: (laughs) Ratings. I'll be more awake. I'm going to the afternoon drive. Uh, Yes. If your new argument is you're going to be
5: smart from 2 30 to 6 30, I can't wait for that show to start. No chance. Because I'm going to be well.
4: The only problem has been I'm not well rested. Once I have my sleep, look out. There's a reason they didn't put my name on the show on the other two guys' (laughs)
2: show. Bunch of reasons.
4: (laughs) All right. Anyway, the point I was making through osmosis was that the... <laughs> now I just said osmosis.
5: You said it earlier, too. All right.
4: The point I was making is that we're ignoring Chuck Knoll, Tom Landry, um, Jimmy Johnson. We're ignoring these. Isn't Andy Reid closer to those guys? And we're catapulting him past those guys? Well, So,
5: so I think that's where Michael Vick is right, is that I, Andy Reid's about to leave those guys. Okay. He's about to say, see you." Yeah. Give
4: the Tyreek Hill peace. Assuming
5: they stay dominant in the AFC West and, you know, there's no injuries or whatever and they keep going, then yeah, that's, I think that's where Andy Reid is now. He's stepping into
4: the territory between those guys and where Belichick it's is. It's just bizarre. I mean, I think Andy Reid started to coach this chief team, or now has coached this chief team with Patrick Holmes and. It took Michael Vick saying this because last time I sat there, I'm like, I don't think this is that hard to t-. The more I think about it, yeah, I mean, and you're the- also catching us on a downswing with Belichick, which helps.
5: No, but I, I think there is a valid conversation in here. It's it, and it's similar to Mahomes and Brady. Like people want to have this, will Mahomes get to Brady conversation, and Kenny, he, and he's on pace and, to get to Brady. And part of that is Reed, right. But it's the same thing. Like it's not you can't yet bring Belichick and Brady down. I think that's it's not fair to them for what historically they've accomplished. But we're now like in the suburbs of that conversation because of what they've done, Reed and Mahomes in Kansas City. And I think we'll put an
4: extension on that house in the suburbs if Reed and Mahomes get number three this week, this year. Right. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. The number again is eight five five two one two four CBS. Talk about a house hunters reference. <laughs>
1: presents this program in color an educated person can't think he's going to get a recruit by uh, strippers coming in they can fire you but they can't eat you and they run through our ass like through a tin horn man and we could not stop them
4: the audio you need to hear it's da soundcheck soundcheck is brought to you by wesley financial stuck in a chime Soundcheck is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. <laughs> you okay? Those words get you again? Just thinking about the time that uh, me and my wife in Hawaii got a free breakfast at a hotel to sit through a timeshare uh, uh. meeting, and we
2: only did it for the free breakfast. <laughs> And the lady was so angry at the end. My parents did it for free Disney tickets once.
4: Yeah. And then they get so angry. Like, why did you think we were here? Wait, right. doesn't everybody do that? I, if you don't, make sure you go to Wesley Financial and they will help you get out. Yeah. Because you will quickly realize you want to vacation other places than the one time. You <laughs> <laughs> I may
2: mean, have to sell your house. Too. Yeah.
4: All right. Tori Lavulu, Lavello. You're L- good. Lavello. The Diamondbacks manager. On Corbin Carroll, who banged up, supposed to be a big part of this All-Star game. Maybe not so much on his return. I don't know. I don't know
5: that answer. I don't know how long he'll, how many games he'll miss. I don't know if he's going to go on the IL. I don't know any of that stuff. Um, but we'll we'll get a clearer picture tomorrow uh, as to what the what the schedule will be moving forward. But I, I understand. I mean, it's the second time in in six days. Um, Or seven days, it's just it's it's a red flag, and we're going to try and get to the bottom of it.
4: So Corbin Carroll, as we all know, hurt his shoulder. Bogues and the Diamondbacks have no timetable here. This is
5: scary. This is bad. This is NL Rookie of the Year, MVP candidate, first place in the NL West, getting swept by the resurgent Mets last night, and he leaves early. Um, I don't need
4: Corbin Carroll. He's one of the great young stars in the game. He was going to be a big part
5: of the All-Star game. Yeah, not in the All-Star game now, I would think. Maybe, possibly. Hopefully, he's okay. But if they're talking already now, like, we don't know when he'll be back. I think he's getting an MRI. Like, that doesn't sound great, at least for next Tuesday night no. in
4: Seattle.
5: I, f- I felt gut-wrenched
4: when I saw him go down. But Thank God
5: for those cupcakes. That We needed that sugar to rally you this yeah. morning off yeah. this Corbin Carroll news. Yep. You're up. Thank you. <laughs> Rays manager... <laughs> Kevin Cash, now uh, is Tampa struggling for the first time this year with the Braves coming to town this weekend? So the manager feeling some heat all of a sudden?
0: So before the game, it just things are not coming easy right
5: yeah, now. Yeah,
2: I've said that for about
5: fifteen games now. <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Still
1: not coming easy
4: right now. No. Uh yes. oh, uh oh, suddenly things not so easy for the Tampa Bay Rays. Mm. Suddenly the Tampa Bay Rays four and six in your list, 10, a lose struggle bus. Ooh, Baltimore Orioles, only four games back.
5: Orioles won last night somewhere by a lot of runs to zero. No, yeah. one. They gave up one to be courteous at the end. Didn't win a series. It's like again. a gentleman sweep. Another series they did not win. Is that a gentleman shutout, Pete, if you're winning 14 0 after three innings and you
4: have one run late? It's a gentleman spanking. That's what it is. Okay. I'll That's
5: give
3: you both a
4: gentleman spanking if this continues this mm. morning. I beg your pardon? Oh, I'm up. Yeah, please. All right. Finally, speaking of spankins, oh. Brandon Hyde on the Spankin', his team gave the Spankies last night in the Bronx.
0: Great, great team offense tonight. I mean, we just loved their two strike approach. I thought we were really we just grinded at the plate, battled ton of great at bats and um, you know, scored a ton of runs.
4: I feel like after the sound check I need the Wizard of Oz jumping and doing uh what do you a backflip. Then I need uh Buzz Brainer to come on and give me the twib notes here as this week. It's the ba- Wizard of Oz. This week in baseball is complete. But good for the Orioles. Good cute team they're having there. The Gunnar so Henderson's great.
3: Yeah.
5: Four
4: games back of the tape of mm race. Mm-hmm. And away we go. That's your
5: sound check that you might ah, It's actually not your sound check. You've got a bonus sound check this morning. Bonus this is. Cantos? This happened I, 35 minutes ago live on After Hours. Our good friend Sean Morash tried to sit down and hang out with Amy.
4: It's After Hours with Amy Lawrence here on CBS Sports Radio. Uh, this has nothing to do with baseball, but I wanted to make sure you knew about that before the All Star break.
5: <laughs> what? Why are you on the floor? Are you okay? What just happened? Good morning. Oh no! Oh my gosh! I'm only laughing if you're okay. okay. Did you you just die? What just? Oh
4: my gosh! Oh no!
5: Okay,
2: oh, this, no. this is
4: from my perspective. Sean Mirage, who's part of the DA show, for a little while longer. <laughs> he just comes into the studio at my invitation, so he wasn't invading. And I I hear a crash and look over, and you were on the floor. i so embarrassed. Which, <laughs> what just happened? I sat down in the chair, just came. <laughs> God, I don't know what just cracked on. But you have a piece in your hands, so I... something broke. Oh, no. So that happened to me Mm. uh, at about 5.45 a.m. Bogus and I taped a a side A and B PGP, a short little PGP to avoid punishment. Good for DA Show Quartz, by the way, already getting it out there and (laughs) quoting it. Unbelievable. (laughs) That was creepy. That was was unreal. Like he was listening live. Uh, Maybe DA Show Quartz is Kaplan. I don't know. Or you. No, it can't be you. Amy waves me in to present me with cupcakes that we would start the show with. And the moment I sat down, the chair back gave way. And completely cracked under me. And this is somebody here who has made in their pants laughing so hard on the air Mm -hmm. before. Somebody here who has once picked up a piece of a dog dingleberry, thought it was a chocolate chip, thought I was saving my dog and eating it. Right, right. Uh, I've had a lot of embarrassing moments on the air. Yes. But I felt real shame on somebody else's show breaking a chair. Before the all-star
5: break. What? That noise was unreal. And the, 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 meta- the metallic what? noise, by the way, is there are hangers holding yeah. jerseys given to our our good friend Maggie Gray. So, this is their TV studio. A lot of decorations with their names on break. it. She and Perloff. What? And that's metal <laughs> hangers on a rod getting disturbed by a falling rock. Play, play that again. Play that again.
4: Before the All Star break. <laughs> what? The thought is me hitting the ground. Before the All Star break. What?
5: <laughs> Amy's so nice too. I'm only laughing if you're okay. I'm laughing either way. I turn around and know how to react. And then she presents me with a cupcake. Yeah, just, just what
4: the doctor ordered. After you break a chair. <laughs> now is Schwartz sitting in said chair right now? Yes, but I looked. I examined said chair. It was a uh, wheel. <laughs> it was a wheel cover that broke, not a wheel. Okay, so you're okay. Schwartz. You think. okay. Didn't Before sit down All-Star delicately. Break. What? For the all-star break. What? It, now, that's a good... Now, we don't have a poll question today. And I mentioned the hit list of things I've done that is very embarrassing. Is there anything more embarrassing than breaking a
5: chair publicly? I mean, that's a bad one. Because it's, it's just embarrassing to fall. You're yeah. falling on the radio. Someone saw you do it, another human being... And then there's kind of the personal knock on you breaking the chair. It's your fault, not the chairs.
2: The worst is when you break the school chairs attached to the desks. Because then you're breaking and then you're stuck in the desk. Did that happen to you? No, I've seen it did. I've seen it. That's the classic. (laughs) (laughs)
4: That's the classic. I know a guy it happened to. Wasn't me. Uh, uh, Have you ever broken a chair, Bogues?
5: Yes, of oh, uh, uh, like a of like a plastic outdoor chair. You no, know, the ones like kind of the flimsier folding chairs that like okay. that like uh, catering company yeah. have like that kind of thing. I went backwards on, yeah.
4: Okay, that was fun. But see, you don't have the double shame. You're a little thinner, a little thinner. I mean, a little. I mean, little. you know, yeah. I'm, I'm Mr. Spin Class now. So I know. I know I, you've heard. I can tell. Uh, I, I saw last night. a Little Hannah Corbin ride. Hannah Corbin, Luke Bryan. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Great, great ride. Let's great ride. You ever break a chair, Schwartz? Yes, I did. (laughs) Uh, At the in the
0: um, loge level of the former home of the National League baseball team that plays in this area. Yeah, you want to say the the
4: Metsite (laughs) event? I was
0: told to continue doing this. Oh, okay.
4: All right, I'll tell you by the
0: executive producer
4: or whatever you want to call him in there, Pete. Yeah, I asked. We have a new executive producer today. What What is your name again? You got to turn the mic on. Pete. Anna. Anna. Anna's our executive producer. She told you to continue that? No, no. Pete did. Oh, Pete. Pete, you're taking credit for being executive producer. Anna's in the chair. No, no, I wasn't. No, just... Anna or Hannah? No. Okay. All right. Interesting.
0: No, I asked Pete. I said, are we still... Wow, is that a ruling from... from
2: the executive producer, Pete? I said we should probably keep the things that we've been doing.
5: Wow. That's part of the show. Another instance of Pete taking Power. Power power and then at other times doesn't want the power doesn't want the responsibility right you can tell schwartz to keep the embargo going but if god forbid you know there's a tape off problem or an assistant producer problem that's not pete i didn't bring that person in i didn't train them i'm not the ep Uh, i'm just telling you what it is
4: now at a stadium schwartz you very embarrassed when you break a chair Oh, it was quite a... Well, I mean, it was broken, so Wait. I think
0: anybody would have broken it. See, ha- it was screws were
4: loose. Pound for pound, is breaking a chair publicly one of the most embarrassing moments? Oh, I think so. Absolutely. I think so. P, put her mic back. I have to ask her something. Anna, you see a guy break a chair. Do you view them as, A, sympathetic the way Amy felt, or B, pathetic the way I felt? Mm. Sympathetic. Sympathetic. See, okay. all right. See, that's now two female voices we've had in the last hour. Amy and Anna say sympathetic.
5: So maybe it's a gender thing because I yeah me and sympathy. and by the way I, I would not Anna
4: if you broke that chair right now I would not be sympathetic I'd be pointing at you going ha-ha. that's totally how I would feel that's nice it is nice you come on you wouldn't feel the same way
5: I don't think I go ha ha at anybody well you I would have yeah yeah yeah, yeah.
2: I would laugh if you were on a gurney. <laughs>
5: Well, we laugh when you As go well, to
4: gurneys in the wintertime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Me too.
4: <laughs> that's very inside y there. <laughs> I got it. All right. That's your sound check at 855 212 4227. The number again is 855 212 CBS. Can't go
2: to Gurney's in the wintertime time either. It's too expensive.
4: Still sure. <laughs> ridiculous. <Yes. laughs> Gurney's, by the way, is a like nice spa out in Montauk area of the uh, eastern end of Long Island, past where Michael Rubin's party was with Kim Kardashian and Tom Brady. Right. And Pete is famous for hitting these kind of places up in the depths of winter <laughs> when nobody's out there. Pete's a big off-season traveler. Yes. Pete loves to go to the beach in January. Yeah. He's big. <laughs> Oh, oh, God. July doesn't want
5: to be yeah. bothered. Next week on a mountain
4: in Aspen, going where's the damn snow?
2: <laughs> right.
4: <laughs> Folks, we talked about this either last week or two weeks ago. Ah, uh, you know it's just like just a fun streak for the Reds. Twenty three of twenty nine, and now a two game lead in the NL Central. I think it's time to call the Reds for real as we hit the All Star break. Yeah, and you know the Brewers are
5: playing almost as well as well, and sitting right behind them in the Central, which is still not the best division. But but now we've got the Reds at ten over five hundred. Yeah, well, when we had this conversation, ten over, everybody's kind of hovering around five hundred. Now they're ten games clear of that. I was watching the end of their Nats game yesterday. Nick Senzel made a great catch up against the wall in right field. Then at the tie breaking hit, they're just they had all these different guys who have different variations of, like, draft, uh, high draft picks through all of their struggles. Some guys have already been the majors, new guys like Eli De La Cruz, and things are just working correctly now. Pete's friend Joey Votto is back as well. Yes, Joey's right. mashing. You know, they are they're in business to add a front-end starter, and if they do that in the next couple of weeks, like, that changes the dynamic even more. You know it would be perfect for them? A team like Seattle struggling Luis Castillo. Yeah?
4: You get it? Yeah. He was the guy the Reds traded last year. Yeah. I know. Are any of these guys that are good for the Reds the guys they got from Seattle? N-
5: no, the guy they got from Seattle, Noel V. Marte, is still in the minors. Okay. In infield. Wow. Yeah.
4: Maybe they trade him back to Seattle. For
5: Kesty. How about they take Scherzer? That'd yeah, be terrible happen. for them in, in September and October. That'd be ironic.
4: That'd feel like a moving major league. They bring Scherzer into this young, like fun Ed team. Walking in. Exactly. Interesting though. The Reds. Cincinnati baseball. And playing the Brewers. is a huge series yeah. this weekend. Big. That's where your eyes should be. The biggest series in baseball this weekend happens in Milwaukee. The DA Show continues to roll on. We ask, is Britney Spears toxic? The DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. This is how we got on this. Victor Wimbanyama <laughs> is in Vegas, and because it's Vegas, and because the most crazy stuff happens in Vegas, there's an altercation. I'd argue that all the things that we just hoped for at NBA
5: Con make more sense than what actually happened in reality yes. between these two. So,
4: Britney Spears, is she still perform? Does she have a residency in Vegas, or just lives there?
5: I I, I don't know. I'm not up to date on the Britney Spears. I understand,
4: and I'm not trying to make light of whatever is going on because it's hard to tell in this TikTok generation of what is actually true about Britney Spears and what is like theorizing by people on social media. With I know that there was actually like a fight over who owns like her trust, her dad, or her. Yeah, and she makes a lot of crazy dancing videos. Like, is she capable of like yeah, nudie pictures? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, is she actually capable, or is or are we, like, almost making a joke that and she is capable and she's not really? I don't know. I, whatever happened, happened. Anyway, she's going through a Las Vegas casino. We don't have the name of the casino, though, right? I've read this story multiple times. Uh, oh, the Aria. Yes, the Aria. Okay. So, with Victor Wembenyama is walking through with a security team, which I guess is partially his, partially the Spurs' security team. And now I understand that Victor Wembanyama, a tall guy like that, you're figuring basketball, all the basketball players are there, right? I mean, you put two and two together. He's somebody. If he, especially he's around security. And Britney Spears, like Baladi would with me at In N Out Burger, the one time we were in Vegas together, goes up to Victor Wembanyama and either taps him on the shoulder. Which again, she would need a stepladder to do that, like she's cutting down the nets at the Final Four because she's five four and he's eight feet ten. Or grabs him, and she gets what hit from behind, shoved from behind. What's the right term here to use? I think her. She says that she got smacked in the face to the backhanded extent, me in the face the, to the extent that her glasses got knocked off her face. Right. Okay. Which again, she's so small that. Some kind of like stiff arm. Hey, I wouldn't consider that a smack. Right. But I could see both sides where that's viewed as a shove and viewed as smacked in the face. Right. If you're putting your
5: arm out to create a barrier between the person you're, you're you know you're protecting and someone who you think is bothering them, you could have accidentally caught them in the face. Not actual punch, but
4: yeah, making contact with force. And this, is, so Britney Spears uh, wrote, I guess on Instagram. I have yet to get a public apology from the player, his security, or the organization. I hope they will. So, there's parts of this that are funny and there's parts of this that are sad. Here's the sad part. Victor Wembanyama hasn't played a game in the NBA yet. And Britney Spears is a cultural icon. Somebody who is only relevant because of crazy now. Like, and not the song. Because of, like, being crazy now. Yeah. And... Britney Spears is, I guess, so far down the totem pole that she's not at Michael Rubin's party in the Hamptons with all the celebrities. She's getting basically, "Who are you? Stay away from Victor Wembanyama." And if you've been somebody who's had that kind of fame, fortune, everything, and you were basically meant to feel like Pete or Jock alone here, going or Dan Silverman going up to Victor Wembanyama, which is exactly what happened here, that's got to be a humbling experience. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah. Not for people like us, but for somebody like Britney Spears, who, you know, had the world as her oyster. See, I I didn't read that deeply into it. It
5: just feels oh, like deep. whoever was guarding Victor Webanyama didn't realize who the woman was that was reaching through them, maybe to, to grab him. And this
4: is where I'm going to back up the security team mm-hmm. because I've told the story in the air. Britney Spears in person is not as jarring as like, oh my God, that's Britney Spears as you think. Again. And I'm actually think this is relevant because we just played back to Joey Chestnut and it turns out not many people heard this. 12 years ago, I go to a movie theater on Long Island. Rainy Wednesday night. She's dating whatever post-Kevin Federline guy lived, on, lived out east in the Hamptons. Me and my now wife go to a movie. Young adult, whatever year that came out, look that up. And... Who is in that movie? Uh, the guy who thinks he's Kevin James. Oh, Patton Oswalt. And the other one who's very popular now, but it was one of her first movies. Ah, what's her name? Sharice uh, Theron. Do I have that right? You do. Yeah, you do. Do you know who I'm talking about? I do. You're right. No. Who am I talking about? <laughs> I I, I think on. I know who you're talking about. Charlize Theron. Yeah, her. her. Okay, so they have this movie. Meanwhile, oh, this looks good. Cool. Go see the I'm in my pajamas, basically. It's like a 10 o'clock movie. I think I'm doing, like, radio weekend overnights. That's why I'm going out on a Wednesday night. Working at Subway part-time, you know, putting together enough money to buy an engagement ring. Boy, Shawnee used to slum it. Anyway, you didn't like that line, did you? I'm only half listening. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we go to the movie theater, and security for the movie theater comes in. And when do you ever see that? And they clear out the first two rows of the theater. Luckily, I was already in row three, center, and it wasn't a big theater because it was a kind of a small movie within it. So let's say the movie theater itself, the room was only about eight, ten rows. And I said, "What's going on? What's what's going on? What's the hubbub?" And the security guy said, "Owner of the movie theater's daughter coming in. They want to give her some room." And I didn't think anything of it. That feels like a big ask to clear yeah. out a couple rows. And do people like sitting in the first two rows? They did. Well, it was stadium-style seating. So you weren't like, because of the way, the th- it wasn't, it was maybe the smallest theater within the big movie theater.
5: But you're not like sitting there looking, no.
4: leaning back, looking up at the no. screen? No. Okay. It was, in fact, probably to this day, the smallest theater room I'd ever been in. So they bring her in. She's wearing a baseball hat. She's with whatever boyfriend. And there's like security next to them. And they are quite, Britney Spears is quite literally now the seat directly in front of me. Hmm. They sat second row. There was nobody in the first row. A couple security people. Movie comes funny where you know me and my wife kind of make jokes. She turns around with the boyfriend. She kind of laughs at something we said. She also gets like a bunch of popcorn and candy coming. Like they were like catering to her. Turns around and offers me popcorn. Oh, I'm, good. I'm good. You know I'm sitting there with my Reese's pieces. Right. You know and we're you know look at each other. I might have been one of the biggest Britney Spears fans too. I loved Hit Me Baby One More Time. I ran home to watch TRL. You have school. a T-shirt. Yes. I got to, you know, say this, but Britney Spears, you know. We we got it. Yeah, we got okay. it. Okay. We'll have to say it, you Exactly. Know. We, <laughs> we say it. So, anyway, the movie th- the movie ends, the lights come on, and these girls come running from the top row down. Britney, Britney! Takes a picture with them, and I'm sitting there dumbfounded as the lights are on, and I watch her walk out of the theater in that side room. And I turn to my wife, and I'm like, where do I know that? Wait a minute, we just sat in front of, they knew her. Is she somebody? Where do I know? They- and my wife goes... It was Britney Spears. And I'm like, what? She goes, well, we had to play it cool, whatever. I'm like, you mean to tell me Britney Spears offered me popcorn? I sat there. I consider myself a Britney. I didn't recognize her. And that's during her heyday. So Her heyday. She's very tiny. Mm-hmm. Very tiny. And again, when she does the music videos or the concert, she's very done up or now very undone up. If you look at some of the naked stuff she's put up there. But if Britney Spears is walking through in regular clothes, had, who knows, glasses on, as the glasses get knocked off, I promise you, she is not as noticeable as you think. But Danielle knew who she was right away? Once they said Britney and the lights came on, okay. it clicked for her before it clicked for me, but she didn't know during the movie. Like gotcha. she just she just didn't like hit me right away to tell me that's Britney Spears. Okay. Like at you know, after the movie ended. Which but, takes us back to now in
5: Vegas. Yeah, Webb and Yama and Spears. So you think it's possible? I I,
4: I think it's possible. People in the security team and Victor Wemma did not know Britney Spears is, and I think that's kind of sad for her, but I also think it's understandable because she's not as noticeable as you think she is. Right, and I think the assumption
5: being that she's like dressed as Britney Spears' performer is a weird assumption to make. Like, if a a lot of people in regular clothes are not recognizable.
4: She's 5'4". Yeah. Okay. She doesn't stand out. Okay. Doesn't stand out. So I'm giving Victor Wembanyama and his team a pass. Yeah, me too. I think, as far as we know. A, and also, here's the other thing. Britney Spears reached out for whatever reason, you know, thought who he was or whatever. You can't be doing that. And I think she thinks because she's Britney Spears, she's, you know, that she still has the ability to, like, break the yeah, rules to yeah. a lesser extent. I'm sorry you don't. But above anything else, above all the story I just gave you, I still find the most stunning part of the story to be that Britney Spears knows who Victor Wembanyama is. Yeah. Does Britney Spears strike you as somebody with NBA league pass? Well Does she strike you as somebody that follows Kristen Peake on Twitter? I think um
5: him being 7'5 is the kind of the tiebreaker. Do you think is. she just thought he's definitely an NBA player? No, I think he I mean the draft just happened. He's featured at NBA Con. He's seven five, so I think he kind of made, um, broke more into mainstream stuff like news coverage than a normal NBA draft pick who's that not like much? LeBron. I think so.
4: I think that's seven because he's so damn tall. But think about the things we've seen, and we're in this in the weeds. We saw the NBA draft. Concerta yeah, sort of thought there was a night two. Right. We saw him throw out the first pitch at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. Okay. We've seen him do like a Brian Winhorse bad interview mm-hmm. in France when the lottery happened. I mean, was Victor Wimignola on the Today Show? Like, where could Britney Spears have seen him? Yeah, I I, I think
5: because he's abnormally tall, he, like, was on, not physically on, but discussed on those shows that if she's not watching NBA Countdown, she might have seen him, a mention of him on, yeah, or again, a mention of him on the Today Show. He might not have been there. Or late-night talk show hosts making jokes about him or whatever. I think... He kind of crossed. He left just sports-specific outlets, so to speak, because he's seven foot five or eight foot ten. As bottom line
4: is this: if somebody's walking through somewhere with security, no matter who you are, is it ever okay to try to tap them? No, physical contact's not cool. Only something big. I think you got to yell their name, right, and hope they turn. It's got to be Victor, Victor. Hope he turns around and hope he notices that you're Britney Spears. Right, right. I don't think you could tap him. I think Britney Spears is in the wrong here.
5: At least as far as we know the details right now. If she reached through a group of security guards and touched him, then then she comes across a little crazy. Now, she shouldn't get knocked in the face for that, so still we need to, like, gauge. And I'm shocked that there's not video already.
4: Which is true, right? I'm sure casino video will come out eventually. It has to. But then again, you have rich people involved here. Maybe. I mean, oh, baby, oh, baby, how was I supposed to know that something wasn't right? Here. Show me. How you want it to be. Tell me, baby, because I need to know now what before. My loneliness is killing me. And I, I must confess, I still believe. Still believe. (laughs) When I'm not with you, I lose my mind. Hit me, baby, one more time. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4227. That number again is 855-212-4CBS. When we come back, is Corey Dillon... By the way, I just looked up at Twitch. 14 different messages. Stop. Enough. <laughs> when we come back... Interns is, quitting. Is Corey... D- I I'm could, quitting. <laughs> paid employees That quitting. was pretty good with no lyrics in front of me to have that song memorized like that. Yeah, I mean, super. it
5: certainly is the longest you've gone... With correct
4: lyrics on a yeah. song and, like, intelligible ones. And you screwed up the end. So I'm not I'm not saying this is trying to make joke or make funny. Mm-hmm. I believe that Hit Me Baby One More Time is one of the 10 greatest songs of all time from a cultural standpoint. I'll see you guys later.
2: Yes. Yeah, so good. You said uh, you missed a lyric at the end of the song. What was the lyric I missed? Hit me inside. No, give me, give me, give me- a <laughs>
4: song. <inside. laughs> Turn on your mic, Adam. Turn on her mic. <laughs> Turn on the mic. Anna, you have the right lyric. What did I get? Yeah, give me a sign. Give me a sign. Right. But Anna, not bad. Not bad. Now, <laughs> how old are you? 20. Okay, so you were born after the song probably came out now, right? Yes. Yeah. Jeez, does that make you feel old or not? Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. like a big part of my like junior high, high school life. But you're aware of Hit Me Baby one more time. Okay. Yeah. I believe, this is what I'm talking about. It gets passed on from generation to generation. That was like the, uh, it's not girl band, but like during the boy band girl era, like that is, I think that represents outside of uh, the no strings attached in sync album, Bye Bye Bye. Bye, I think that's the greatest song of that era. Therefore, I think it's one of the 10 greatest songs of all time when you talk about cultural influences. People still know it to this day. (laughs) What is so funny about that? Anna agrees. No, she, I don't think she agrees. Do you agree, <laughs> Anna? <laughs> what, what do I agree with? Ten greatest songs of all time. Is it one of the ten greatest songs of all time? Definitely, yes. Thank you. Thank
5: you. Didn't we go down this road? But, yeah, the day you wore the T-shirt, you said this, and we looked up, like, five different countdowns of songs. And it singers. was never we near. Did singers. Guys. We got, no, that was... Who cares what Celine Siegfried Dion and Roy one. write
4: right. or Billboard write? I'm talking about cultural influences. It's not just lyrically. It's not just how it sounds. Culturally influenced music. Did you say Siegfried and Roy, what do they write about songs?
5: Who are the critics? They write anything. They're the comics. Who are the critics? Not comics. They're not comics either. They're lion tamers. That's and, right. And the and lion ain't they're one. They're alive anymore. Who are the critics? You mean Siskel and Ebert? Yes. They watch movies. All right.
4: Point still stands. <laughs> when we come back, speaking of lions, are the oh, Bengals boy. wrong with Corey Dillon? It's the DA show on CBS Sports Radio. Now it is time to get stunned. Woo!
0: Was it your uh, producer? <laughs> It doesn't take much to surprise this bouncing baby boy.
4: This is honestly the most stunned I have ever been on the show to a news. The DA Show is stunned to a news.
0: So, earlier this week, of course, we had the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, 4th of July, not known for just the Hot Dog Eating Contest because in Florida... There was a key lime pie eating championship. Yeah. New York had its hot dog eating contest to celebrate Independence Day, but the Florida Keys had a sweeter alternative on Tuesday. The key lime pie eating championship in Key West, where key lime pie originated, was won by Hmm. Joshua Mogul, a 38 year old Altoona, Iowa. Entire manufacturing manager. Altoona, Iowa, huh? Wow, Al-Tuna, makes Iowa. the
4: trek to the Keys to slurp yeah. up some pie? Absolutely. One Altoona, who Plunge
0: faced first into a nine-inch pie smothered with whipped cream during the challenge, whose rules forbid contestants to use their hands. Oh, that's disgusting. The gooey competition has become a subtropical substitute to Nathan's famous Fourth of July hot dog eating contest. Mogul consumed the confection in three minutes and 35 seconds, besting 24 rivals in the culmination of Key West's five-day Key Lime Festival. <laughs> mm. Five days. Eat. Wow. Eat, eat, always have pie in my mouth," said Mogul when asked about the strategy. Really, he employed. Right. Yes. Wait, how much
4: pie did he have to eat? Three minutes. Uh, it's
0: just he, one pie, right? He had. Three minutes and 35 eat seconds eat. one pie eat. with no hands.
5: Yeah. Yeah, it's a straight speed challenge. It's not I prefer quantity. This. Yes. I
4: prefer this. It's
0: difficult because I was at a minor league baseball game in Florida Close years ago were. and took part in a, a pulled pork eating contest. Oh, And geez. you had to have she your didn't. hands Where behind your back. Where was Kaplan on that? What's you had that? To have,
4: so you just had to go face first like a pig? Face first. It was in Daytona. Wow. See, I think I could do this. I don't love key lime pie. Right. It's a little tarty sweet for me. But if it's a speech, I would prefer eating one pie fast than, like, eat 20 pies. pies. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if it was a eat a hot dog as fast as you can, I'm going to beat you guys. But mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Eat how many hot dogs over that? I could do that. I did that when I did the pull my tail sweetheart piggy doodle dandy. I had to go face first into a <laughs> chunk of pudding pie Right. bacon. I remember that. Yeah. And you, that was pretty quick. Yeah. And you weren't
5: trying to be fast.
4: No. But, yeah, it's good. I mean, I've been in and out of an Applebee's <laughs> in 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Experts believe
0: key lime pie was developed in the late 1800s in Key West. Its primary ingredients. 1800s? Primary ingredients are. They have are ovens called... then? Yeah, I guess. Oh. I, 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 they used stones or something. I don't know. Uh, condensed milk, egg yolks, and the juice of tiny yellow key limes, typically with a graham cracker crust and whipped cream
4: or a merengue topping. I the think merengue, the merengue. <laughs> I think the graham cracker crust is what's going to get you. <laughs> At the end there, you could get right through the whipped cream in the key lime yeah. merengue. Wow. Well, my question <laughs> would be,
0: my question would be then, what's merengue? It, no, no, not, okay. me, not no, but let's say let's say you're going on, you're, you're taking care of this pie, right? It's taking and like care a piece, of it, and this, and a piece falls out of your mouth and goes off the plate somewhere that yeah. you can't reach.
3: Wow, well, like, are
0: you now automatically disqualified, or do they have like like <laughs> someone mean, there
4: that can? Put well, the pie back on your plate. Well, if you dig in face first, I'm going to guess you're going to get some whipped cream on your eyebrows. You're not getting to that either. So I'm No, actually, but I mean like a, 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 a significant piece like you didn't of the say pie. Merengue, Pete. <laughs> Why? It's merengue. That's no, the stuff. <laughs> what? That's, the, that's like the key lime stuff. No, Dance. it's called
5: meringue.
0: You don't... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's meringue.
4: <laughs> oh, it's merengue.
0: No, it's meringue. What? It's right. <laughs> are you sweating?
4: <laughs> I'm crying. having
0: another tequila moment.
5: Well, the ingredients moment. are four limes, some sugar, egg yolks, and a guitar player.
2: <laughs> what are you <laughs> talking about? Steve Vaughn's going to
5: come out of nowhere. and start dancing.
4: Merengue. It's the cream no, stuff.
0: Lemon meringue pie. Yeah. yeah. No, there's a lemon the tot- meringue I totally pie. Own up. I totally own up to my mistake there.
4: This is from the tequila version. But this yeah, is a key lime. The- it's not a lemon meringue pie.
0: But that's... I'm so confused. You no, know, that's never I, happened before. I, no, it's... I was wrong. I was wrong. When I'm
2: wrong, I'm wrong. All Here right, I
4: thought this was a good stunt. Bogus is crying, apparently.
2: <laughs> lemon merengue pie.
4: <laughs> you guys <got nothing. laughs> nuts. Oh, he didn't say lemon. He was talking a key lime pie. You guys going <laughs> to have to explain this to me in the break. It's,
0: it's, it's the ingredients. Yeah, the ingredients were... Con- condensed milk... Egg yolks and the juice of tiny yellow key limes, typically with a graham cracker crust and whipped cream, or and I said merengue topping, it should be meringue topping. Yes,
5: Meringue, is it, is it a type of music or a type of band? I don't, it's a musical I think it's a dance. I think it's the a dance. dance, no, it's a dance. Okay, but it's not pie topping. Oh, no. merengue is a
2: dance. Yes, if you saw yeah. the movie My Blue Heaven, it was really pronounced in that, d- in that dirty movie. dancing. They did the merengue, that's right.
4: Okay. So meringue exists in I'm sorry, meringue exists in both lemon and lime, like Sprite. No, it has nothing to do with lemon
5: and lime. It's the the any pie can be topped with like uh, that white like whipped creamy substance, and then you were like to make it, you could like uh, like blow torch it, and like has like the little peaks or little tips. That's meringue. It's a
4: thing. It can go on top of anything. You could put it on top of it's like burnt cold pork cream. if you wanted to. Okay. All right, we're gonna dance our way out of this one. Yes, is mm-hmm. it too late for Jeff Van Gundy to come back as a coach? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. <laughs> Bogus still can't get over Schwartz with the merengue, and now I feel like an idiot that I got pushed down the Schwartz hole, not even noticing. It's okay. Again, thank God for Pete because I heard it and thought it was
5: hilarious. Then was afraid that I made a mistake, but then I saw Pete laying on the floor, <laughs> so I figured we were. I was right. <laughs> you had actual
4: tears, I saw It was
5: hilarious. I mean, it's just hilarious. Then, again, I'm thinking then of Pete making a pie and there's a guy in a <laughs> flamboyant costume behind him <laughs> dancing like a mariachi band shows up like <laughs> <da, da>,
4: <laughs> Leroy.
3: That,
5: that's the first kiss Pete was leaning back in his chair playing.
3: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
4: I missed this whole thing. I was trying to really engage with Schwartz you know, on this. You know, it's some limes, some sugar, some egg yolks, and and merengue. You know what's, well, you know what's funny about that? This, <laughs> the show's been off the rails. We've had fun. It's a summer July Friday. So be it. And I thought to myself, I got to be a little more serious here. There's a good stunt to lose my Schwartz. are going to give a good food take. And then I'm being serious in the midst of Schwartz flubbing something, and you guys lose it. We can't get this right. Leroy Fleming says, can you merengue while making merengue? We're going to try. <laughs> We're going to try. <laughs> uh, real quick, quickly. We didn't touch on this because a lot of us were off when this happened. Jeff Van Gundy got let go by ESPN. He is now saying he's going to pursue other things like coaching. Let me just say, this sucks for Van Gundy because how many times did his name come up in coaching searches and he wasn't basically interested as an announcer and now he basically gets canned from that and it might be too a little too late for Jeff Van Gundy as an announcer.
2: I'm It's I mean, also as a coach.
4: weird of
5: him being somebody's assistant. Yeah. Like be a head coach in the G League or something and work your
4: way back into the NBA. That's Jeff packed. Van Gundy, you that shouldn't too. have to. We're going to miss Jeff Van Gundy uh, calling NBA Finals, I'll tell you that much. All right, when we come back, is the Cowboys kicker quest pathetic or cool? The DA show on CBS Sports Radio.
1: Thirteen a new sports radio network launched.
3: CBS sports
1: radio. In the 10-year sense, we've undermined the sterling reputation of CBS sports on a daily basis. Here's another moment from the decade of DA. <laughs> all
4: right, all year long, we're playing back decade of DA moments, looking back on 10 years on the DA show. And, you know, as much as me and DA have had good times, there have been plenty of times where he has been extremely angry. They're funny to laugh at now. They were not laughed at in the moment. In 2018, it was an interesting NCAA tournament. And Loyola of Chicago was making a march. Did they end up in the Final Four? I forgot how far they ended up going. Yeah. Okay, so they end up in the Final Four. And if you remember, Sister Jean, who is still with us, Would be rolled out there on the wheelchair, and they would show her during every game. People loved her. People adored her. How could you not? A woman of faith, a woman of basketball combined. People couldn't get enough of the Sister Jean storyline. I, though, was starting to have enough of the Sister Jean, because to me, March Madness is about the great stories. It's about these kids, many of which will never play in the NFL or the NBA. And Sister Jean started to get rolled into press conferences and take up the majority of the media time that these kids and the head coach were not going to be part of. Nobody cared about the kids at Loyola Chicago anymore, and it was starting to bother me. Why are we only focused on her? It's not about her. It's about them. But more than anything else, what got my blood boiling? Late, tight games. Sister Jean sitting there all game in the wheelchair. She would get wheeled out. With about three or four, sometimes five minutes left in a game that was not decided. She wouldn't stick around in her seat, her wheelchair accessible seat, for the end of the game. She'd go watch it at a TV screen somewhere. And I said, this is a fraud. You cannot be. I don't care that you're a woman of church. You cannot be. Rolled out of a game early. You have to stay till the end. You're not the Schwartz's after an 8-0 Oriole game going to McDonald's for milkshakes. And on top of it, you're not going to sit at the end and you want to take all the bows and at press conferences. Sister Jean, my take was, I thought she was bad for March Madness. So, I hosted a show in for John Kincaid on Sunday morning of Easter morning. And I had this take. My update anchor that morning was Peter Schwartz, who was agreed, agreed with my take. Yeah. That led DA to take the air the next morning on Monday morning. And as angry as DA has ever been at me and Schwartz, including some real pot shots at both of us, he took to the air to demolish us. As we look back at some of the moments that I've had over my 10 years on the D.A. show, here's your decade of D.A. from March of 2018. Do you have any idea
1: the commitment it takes to be a nun and then devote your life to teaching children, doing something good? The type of person that would trash Sister Jean, question any part of her fandom, is
4: a loser. When the dust settles... She became a villain last night by leaving that game early. Twitter took to it. I have never seen a 98-year-old woman become a villain in my life. A sweetheart, too. She probably bakes tremendous Toll House cookies. And here she was getting wheeled out of there, waving to the crowd, wheeled out. We got three minutes, Sister G. Can you sit in your seat a little longer? Come on. I had enough of her. So Schwartz had enough of her. Is Sister G a fraud for leaving early? Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? You know, Her age shouldn't change the fact that
1: you're not allowed to leave early. We have losers on this radio network, (laughs) losers. I
4: embrace not having morals, and I don't care.
1: Mraz hosted Easter morning, in for John Kincaid, and that's his take. And bozo of the year, Peter Schwartz, (laughs) is right there parroting that dopey take.
0: Hey, I'm Peter Schwartz. (laughs) Uh, He's not a real fan, yeah. I mean, she's such a fraud, blah, 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 blah.
1: These two bozos can't push away from the buffet for five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) One guy's wearing a 5X t-shirt because he can't shop anywhere else. Knocking over the snack machine at all hours of the night to get his 17th (laughs) ho-ho. Fat lord. (laughs) The other guy doesn't know that they don't speak Egyptian in Brazil. And they're going to challenge a woman who made it to 98 years old. 98 years old! And has devoted her life... To being somebody of spirituality, of religion, and of education. Moraz and Schwartz are losers. Come the, on! Of the highest degree. Because did they take a moment to find out why she left early? Oh, it was to get wheeled in a wheelchair to the tunnel to embrace the players. I mentioned that. She's in a ah! wheelchair. These two will make it to a wheelchair by the age of fifty. <laughs> <laughs> At a gout. Diabetes. Maybe tomorrow. That's, that's not nice. But they're gonna challenge the fandom. The fandom! The dedication! Loopy takes. And it doesn't surprise me, because all the junk food these two rats eat are just <laughs> poisoning their brain. What's cheese? Hollow on the inside, <laughs> hollow in their skulls. And you know what? Good for Filippone. Because Andrew Filippone comes on the airwaves yesterday on CBS Sports Radio and calls out these two buffoons.
4: And we've got hosts on this station that are just, you know, that have really
5: taken a hardline stance and have said that they're sick of sister Jean, that she got too much publicity and nobody wants to hear from her anymore.
1: Yeah, because we want to hear from Mraz and Schwartz. That's who we want to hear from. Cheese. Not Not a living treasure, 98 years old, who's devoted her life to other people. No, instead, we want to hear from these two self-indulgent bozos.
0: What matters is our plan.
1: We need their takes. These two guys, who are puffed up on junk food for their entire lives. See, students. We want these two bozos... To let us know
0: who's a real fan. Hey, got a real fan. Fraudulent. It's oh.
1: a hot candy. <laughs> Let's break some more chairs, guys. That's
4: unfair. <laughs> <laughs> At least in my case.
1: You know what's unfair? Going after a 98-year-old woman of the
4: church of the church. I didn't go after her. I credited her for 15 minutes yesterday. You pulled a 30-second clip. All I know
1: is that if you question whether Sister Jean was getting too much attention, you should question why you felt that way. It's because you feel like you're not getting enough attention. It's because you feel like people should pay attention to you. It's because you feel like your entire life revolves around your perspective instead of other people helping others. And my guess is anybody that questioned Sister Jean, A, did not devote their life to religion, did not devote their life to discipline, did not devote their life to education or helping others. My guess is everybody that questioned Sister Jean was self-indulgent, C-student, junk-food-laden losers. Rumpus? Which is what we have, apparently, on this radio station, which is good to know. Easter morning. Let's have these two bozos take up four hours of programming. Because that's what we all need to wake up to go to church and have these two losers challenging Sister Jean on Easter. Incredible. Thought he'd seen it all. Incredible.
4: Well, there you have Whoa. it. One of the wow. most awkward, uncomfortable rants of all time that I had to sit there for as DA was... As the pork store was growing and I was growing my on-air career doing that morning show, uh, DA was definitely ticked off that day. Now... Calm down. As, as if DA turns his blind eye to a potato chip. You want to talk about junk food. Now.
2: I know you really talk about awkward. I thought that was hilarious.
4: I mean, it might have skewed a little negative at times, but he was 100% right.
2: Yeah. I mean, the ironic part
4: about calling out chair breaking, and I play it back today. Yeah. So, Schwartz, the reason I picked that clip for decade of DA today, A, DA's not in, which is great, so he can't defend himself more. B, me and you are in, and now, you know, five years later, we could defend ourselves. I still think we were right. 100% yes. I'll double
0: down on it. Yes. I'll double down. You can't be leaving a game that's undecided with three minutes to go. 100%. I understand that she's in a wheelchair. 100%. But you know what? They could put the security guards around her when the game is over. Absolutely. Let the crowd clear out. And then she could, they could haul her ass out of there.
4: No doubt about it. And look, being a woman of faith born of the church, dedicating your life to helping others, that's great. Nobody said she's a yeah. jerk face. We were talking about her you sports her a fraud. But
2: is not—I've had this thing about the San nicer. Diego fans.
0: None. But <laughs> no. You can't be part of the story right. and say it, this is great that these kids are, are are doing this in the tournament and then get wheeled out absolutely. before the game is Absolutely.
2: Just decided. to hug them in a tunnel. What she going to hunt
5: them? Did you win or lose? I don't know. I didn't get to see it. Bellati, when was this?
4: What was the year of this? 2018. 18. Okay, it's five years later. Yeah, she's still around. Just no, no, good. No, no, God no. bless. Hold yeah. on. Pause for a second. Um, by the way, I'm sure she's never had a ruffle. Please.
5: It's five years later, yeah, and you still are missing one of the key things that D. A. called you on. This is why arguing with you is so impossible because you said it. D. A. corrected you. You said, "Oh, okay," and now you're having the same. You're saying the same thing again. She didn't leave the game. They moved her to the tunnel to be the one that couldn't see from the, the tunnel. She couldn't see
4: from the tunnel. She didn't go home because she was tired. This she was the her point space. that night because D. A. just like with the Field the Dreams game didn't know the game happened. You could tell D.A. didn't watch that game live. That's a
5: big accusation.
4: Because this is the truth. I remember this night vividly. Because we opened with the NCAA tournament. Where she got moved to in the tunnel was behind the student section. And you could see for her to watch. By the way, she ain't standing up and nibble at 98 at that point. She is blocked by standing masses. And she just to stare up at the jumbotron like that when she had a perfectly good spot, wheelchair accessible. And like Schwartz said, we just been doing Britney Spears and Victor Wembanyama this morning. I mean, Victor Wembanyama has the security around him. Why couldn't she have Victor the security? Wembanyama. Okay. Why couldn't she have the security surround her? Look, people don't like hearing when fandom gets called into question. <laughs> She obviously is a big part of loyal Chicago, right? And the point her, her becoming the mascot and becoming the story where she's getting interviewed. I'm sorry, you're not playing the game. You can hug all the players and everything after the locker room. You have to sit there in a spot where, you, if you really care about what's going on the court and watch the game. And you know she what? She
5: cares she's about the players. She wanted to be there to see them when they left the court, win or lose. So she went to the spot that she always goes to when the game is over. I'm sorry, you got to okay, watch what? the game. You got to watch, watch the, the actual game.
0: Again, if you gotta it was watch such a kumbaya moment between her and the players. She could have stayed in her seat, and the players could have come over to her for that exactly. kumbaya moment. Oh,
5: Peter, come on! Exactly. you been to how many games? You know how hard it is to move around the court or the field. when the game is Not everybody can go so, on the court after so the you game. You want them to now tr- to figure out where oh, she on. is? Go give her a yes. pound, and then go back yes. the, all the way to the tunnel. Yes, and to further yes, yes, prove yes.
4: that me and Schwartz were right that day. Two You're things. Not. Number one, still not right. Not our fault that the game took place the night before Easter Sunday. What I'm supposed to come on the radio the next morning and go? I can't have this take because it's Easter. No, no, that's you number shouldn't one. Have the
5: take that you did on any day. I think is really the. But let lesson. me tell you something. Well, if please. she was a
4: 45 year old man in a wheelchair, okay, not 98 frail woman of the church. Uh-huh. Okay, would would that take be acceptable?
5: So if, let's let's say a 45 year old male priest who, for what a different medical reason, was in a maybe, wheelchair. maybe maybe broke his leg. Had a broken leg, and his and his thing was to be as the players were leaving the court to be there for them. He would still no, move. He's got to his- watch the game. You guys
2: are giving her a pass because she was a 98-year-old woman of the church. Again, again, two people trying to tell us how to be fans also. Again, is, so there's depends. a way to yes. be a fan and there's a way not to be a fan. But she's also an. So, and she's just
4: in a, so she's that's part the part of the team. There you go. Thank you. That was my point. So she's so not, a fan. Point. So she's same not same. a fan. She's not Chuck from Chicago safe. watching them. She doesn't actually care. She cares about the people and the players and that's fine. She doesn't actually care about wins or losses because she'd sit and watch. Okay, so we agree on that. Then don't be interviewing her and her having to take the spotlight away from from the kids they didn't take the spoiler they, from the kids oh no, you oh, dare you're wrong. forgetting she did sat there in those press conferences where, where's was was the how many times asked.
5: they showed her on TV every yeah. year where's the coach of Loyola Chicago right now I forgot where he went yeah not there because he got a promotion because he didn't get lost in the shuffle of Sister Jean well clearly we don't remember where he is now he's at Alabama we would have remembered his name no I'm sorry he's at Oklahoma Porter Moser
4: thank you no, me confusing Oklahoma like, Alabama is not the same thing as you seen, not knowing where he is. We've seen Sister Jean at NCAA tournament games since, yeah. and it's great that she's still going to these games. Guess what? She's been up in boxes now. She get getting wheeled down. She's watching the end of games. You know why? She realized that month, I screwed oh, this Sean one Sean was right. Okay.
2: And
5: Peter mm-hmm. was right. Yeah. Yeah. So, hey, if yeah. two
2: people know how to sit in seats at games, it's you two. But
4: the idea <laughs> that
5: junk food, When it's actually hey, a PS, game, yeah. When did you leave the Yankee game last night, Fan? After the sixth inning. Okay,
4: thanks. Yeah, it, was it was 13 nothing. Uh, yep, thanks. It was 13 nothing. It, Good chat. Th- th- to be fair, I would not have been getting on Sister Jean if it was 100-60 uh, with three minutes left. Oh, yes, you would have. No. No, I would no. not. you got to stay to the no. end.
5: You've been here this far. You're taking your bows, doing press conferences. You uh, stay till the end. Uh,
4: you stay to the, uh, the end. What we learned so five years later, said. DA looks more wrong today than he ever did it July 27th. 21st yet? and by the five way for the record shows.
0: for the record I was not a C student I was a B minus Thank you yeah, I was and a he C was student. never a
5: C student I was a C student C would have been good if C after to <laughs> Again what does junk food have to do See with it See you everything? in summer school <laughs> See you next year <laughs>
1: And the D.A. show is not perfect, we know. Shocking. Here's the epic fail. All feel. right, target
4: demo in just a moment, but first, a throwback fail to what is wheat? Sugars will kill you, and the wheat's going to kill you. And you get jammed up
1: on wheat. Like no, at- no, I eat
4: regular pasta. I don't eat the wheat pasta.
1: Well, I just mean any wheat, regular I- pasta or wheat pasta. To eat wheat. You got to eat wheat. Like, no. at-, at my birthday party, like, you crush, like, five pieces of pizza.
4: But that that was regular crust, not the wheat crust. Well, what kind of crust do you think it's made out of? Pizza dough. Well,
1: that's wheat. Then why would they have wheat? Well, that's like whole wheat. The homonym. homonym, The homonym. Homonym. When it's called wheat, it's whole wheat. But if it's not anything, it's still wheat. That doesn't make any sense at all. So you thought this entire time when you eat regular white bread, you didn't think that was wheat? I did the Oreo. No, because they
4: have a wheat bread. what, What did you think it was made out of? Again, yeast. Uh, some, I think there's sugars in there because that's what the carbs are with Atkins. So it's carbs and it's yeast.
2: And he faked us all out.
4: Why? And that rolls together with the <laughs> dough with the water.
1: Well, the yeast and the dough and the whole thing, that's wheat. So...
4: Again, so, okay, so that's it's fine whole wheat Like, and honestly, I'm not trying to argue with you That's fine if you're teaching me that I just don't <laughs> understand why we would have separate wheat bread then I love wheat bread well. I cannot Wheat is, bread is
1: wheat Wheat is whole wheat So it's what about whole- the
4: rye bread? Is that wheat too?
1: Yes, it's bread is wheat Yes.
4: So why have a separate category for wheat?
1: It's whole wheat. When you see wheat, it's actually whole. So what, we're
4: getting half a wheat in the other one?
1: <laughs> you get the way it's processed. Three quarters wheat? New York bagel. Now you can think about this when there is five slices of pizza available.
4: Have four. When- I had four at your birthday and have Five.
1: Yeah. Okay, all right. So when there's four available, have three. At my
4: birthday, I'm glad that you ate and enjoyed it. That made me happy. It was artisanal pizza. No, I know. Two slices equal one on the scale. Fat guy. Making me out to be some kind of pig. They were smaller slices.
1: (laughs) I'm saying when you order Papa John's on a football Sunday, instead of having four, have three.
4: Epic fail, you loser. That is why you fail. Epic fail. More hurtful lines from D.A. as we look back on the decade of D.A. Are we ready, Pete? Set, go! Target Demo. It's a Friday fiesta. Here's what our listeners in the Target Demo are up to. All right, Curtis tweets in, listening from Southwest Kansas on the Odyssey app, is the bacon suit for sale? Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Hey, ladies, any man's gonna get booked wild. Gonna go back and hit him up style. Man, last time. <laughs> uh,
5: the official bagpiper of the DA show, Foxy, is watching on YouTube as he should in West Babylon, telling anyone who will listen why Sister Jean is a hero and idol in Jesuit higher education.
2: I can <laughs> talk!
4: Dan from Mechanicsburg, 96.5 Harrisburg, gonna miss the Abbott Costello like banter between you and at Andrew Bogish, but would love if DA came back and this was all just another prank on Miraz. Hashtag wishful thinking, hashtag Alan from legal, hashtag gonna miss the landfill. Bobadio Crush? Why didn't I think of that? Could you imagine if we convinced Tiki? The entirety of WFAN,
5: agents and lawyers, People in the media that you were just that you were going to the fan and you're actually
2: not.
5: <laughs> <laughs> now you have to be a little worried. Oh, oh my God. Uh, lukewarm Shuro, happy Friday. A. Listening in Boise on the ticket, 95.3. Great shows this week. As a Giants fan, I'm looking for the Eli Manningers with Buffalo wing sauce stains from the Giants Super Bowl run. Hashtag go big blue. <laughs> hashtag target demo Friday. <laughs> I
4: don't want to close my
3: eyes.
4: I don't want to <laughs> Sleep because I miss you, baby, and I don't want to miss it. And by the way, everybody's asking what they want because Kaplan's gif is me on a, like a garage sale selling all my Miraz memorabilia on the way out. Uh, it's a very fun Go to at CBS Sports Radio at Sean Morris, at Andrew Bogus. Steven Saverna Park, good morning, Sean and Andrew. I'm in Northern Virginia and listening via CBS Sports app. I would like the audio clip from overnights when the dude on the roof called in. It was my first time tweeting into DA because I was laughing so hard. Have a great vacation, Sean. Toronto is now one win away from their first second round appearance since 2004. (laughs) Patrick
5: James listening on the CBS website in Detroit-ish. I don't know what's in the yard sale. How about Britney Spears versus Victor Webb and Yama Security? Frankly, I think some of these
4: bodyguard types are itching to smack someone in the face. Chimene. Mm-hmm. Pat tweets and listening in Boise on Twitch at work. Sean, thanks for the laughs and tear it up on WFN. You will be missed. Hashtag brain cramp. How about that? Or brain camp. I think I always thought it was exactly. brain cramp. Okay. Classic Ritz cracker.
5: I got to find some new ones. I'm out of my list. You're out? I'm out. All right. Um... Tweet. I
4: deserve to get cummed after.
5: Uh, uh, Mariana, in Richmond, Virginia, yeah. Twitch gang gang, I don't even know what I want from you not to leave in general. What size socks do you wear? And oh. I, Does that go by shoes because I'm a size 11? Socks have a broad size range. You don't buy size 10 yeah. socks. It's but, usually like 9 to 12.
4: Yeah, I think I just buy men's and hope they fit. Right. Uh, Sparks Gang tweets in, What's up, fellas? Watching on YouTube from the 3.30. Pass me that fantasy football trophy so I could use it in my league. Promise I won't take sexy pictures with it. Hashtag Target Demo Friday. Hashtag mm. That's What's In. <laughs> and by the way, Sparks Gang, flag football trophy. Calm down. Everywhere
5: Evans listening on Sirius XM in the hot Florida swamp. New lady friend of my life, and she does
4: roller derby. Going to check out my first wow. bout on Saturday. Wow, and home Kevin says, I'm listening on XM 158 for the next two weeks. Then I'm going with Mraz. Oh, okay. Wow. Best of luck. All right. Hope you like the Knicks. All right. Thank you. To our executive producer and intern today, Anna. Thank you to our other executive producer and wheels of steel guy, Pete the Body. Thank you to Peter Schwartz on updates. Thank you to Andrew Kaplan, the Wizard of Watch. DA Bogey, it's been a fun ride without DA and me and you, man. I love you. Be good and be good to one another. I'm on vacation, baby. The mothership disconnects.
3: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,